This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Welcome to Samutsari, Conversations with Mimi, a weekly podcast by Dinosocial, also a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari is where we can show that ordinary people do extraordinary things. Tune in to be entertained and to learn something new with your host, Mimi Lorilla. Hello and welcome to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi, a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for men and women alike. This is your host, Mimi Laurelia, um, you know, welcoming you to Samutsari. And we obviously have guests that we feature here in the show who share their passion, their commitment to their profession or talents. We share stories to inspire you, stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. And for season two, we focus on anything online online work online teaching work from home either you are a virtual assistant a freelancer a business owner who also pivoted due to the pandemic or because this is really your work and obviously we also feature people in different professions who have a little bit of online or a little bit something different in terms of the work that they do and today in our program i have miss judith Sipwonga as her guest so I'll introduce Judith first. So she's an educator for 18 years. Wow, this she's a veteran in the education industry. She taught people for all of all ages, from nursery, classroom teaching to adults, such as parenting and marriage enhancement. Wow, Judith. Her longest stint, however, was with the family farm schools where she worked in different capacities, from being a tutor to being a module development specialist to being the pedagogy head and then the executive um, director of the federation. And then in some time in her life, in 2016, she began to homeschool her son. Uh, is this Javi? Is this his name, Javi? Or Javi. Javi. Um, Javi has a reading reading challenge, a reading issue. It's called uh, dyslex dyslexia. So he's dyslexic. I will also ask you what that is because maybe not a lot of people know what that is. Um, and you trained Judith with the Dyslexia Training Institute based in San Diego to support your son. So that is now your passion since 2019. And Judith also began one-on-one -on -one teaching to other students who are not only dyslexic but who have other learning disabilities as well. And then the son was also diagnosed with ADHD and dysgraphia. Wow, another thing I didn't know. 
So I will ask this um, to Judith just because we wanted to educate people through the show. And she earned, uh, she took a course and she earned a certificate in, in executive function coaching from the Connection in Mind Foundation in the UK. Wow, ang daming pinag-aralan ni Judith, expert. So For the sake of the Oh, talagang ganun, ano? She's the loving wife of Japan, program director or program coordinator of Children International and a mother to their only son. Um, whom she has been homeschooling using the Charlotte Mason approach. Again, that's something I want to ask you about. Uh, the other interests of Judith are school theater production, school newsletter publishing, and speaking Spanish. Hola! Baka may nakikinig sa atin from, um, from that side of Europe, ano, sa Spain. You never know. And on her free time, kung may free time pa talaga si Judith, she reads Mitch album. Paolo Cuello, oh, is this Co- Coelho? Que- Coelho? Sophie Kinsapa. Ah, Paolo Coelho, yes. Um, yeah. And Kevin Kwan. And she also cooks, especially paella, which is her specialty. And she also bakes cookies and cakes. Welcome to this to my podcast. And dami gustong Say hello to my, my viewers and to my listeners. Hi, hello everyone. Yeah, you know I like this program. Uh, yeah, different things about, especially as I, I don't notice most of your interviewees are women. Yeah, yeah. So maybe well, just uh, empowering, empowering women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I know that because women do a lot of things for for their family and for their career and for themselves. So I really want to highlight the experiences of women. Although sometimes we we have male um, guests as well, but Samutsari is really about how we can have a voice in terms of the different um, and uh, aspects of our lives and to share interest and to get um, your story across to help other women as well. So yun yung pinaka ugat why Samutsari was was created. So Judith. Himay-himayin natin yung story mo. <laughs> Hopefully, magkasya yung show. If, if not, we'll do a part two. So, so, Judith Teaching, can you just take us back to the time na naisip mo, I really want to be an educator and I really want to be a teacher. And not muna sa iyong son. Wala muna tayong pinag-uusapan na homeschooling. But in your inner desire to, to help others learn. Uh, are you uh, a family of teachers? What's your, what's your background? Why you decided to be an educator? Ah, uh, my lola is a teacher. My lola, my lola who always takes me to be called when I was young. Siguro unconsciously na imbibe uh, because she would always bring me to school. Um, yon. And then uh, while while she's teaching. Then, um, but actually, I didn't want to teach before. Even when I was in high school, I said I, I, I didn't even take up education in college. But what? Why did I like teaching? It's because of the farm school. The first time. Mm. Yeah. So fa- the farm school was pivotal, and it cemented your um, interest in you know changing. Yes. Uh, what do you call that? Influencing young people, uh, changing their their minds. Kumbaga, from from um, a seed, gusto mong maging blossoming 
trees sila, blossoming yeah. plants sila through your content. So, um, Family Farm School experience, how was that like for you teaching? Because I know that Family Farm Schools is not your traditional high school. It's not like any city suburban high school. What made you uh, stay with the farm school for a long, long time? At ang dami mo nang maging, naging role from tutor to module development specialist, uh-huh. pedagogy head, and then to become the executive director of the federation. Yeah, what would uh-huh. tell us about that? Um, yeah, uh, farm school. Uh, why did I like it? Um, it's in the rural area. It's it's uh, teaching the the less privileged uh, plus parang dun kung nas na value yung teaching kasi i'm not teaching because of the money it i'm teaching because i want to help i'm teaching because philippines is predominantly rural and if you help people young the young in the rural area you're contributing to national development when we were young, we're so we have these lofty ideas. But of course, hanggang ngayon naman ang dumpa rin. What about the students of so, the so those things? What about the students of the farm school, Judith? Meron bang kaiba sa kanila? That's why you feel you are really attached to them. Um, are they more what do you call that? Are they more resilient? Are they more masipag? Are they more intelligent? What is it about Ako, the farm school uh-oh. students? Yeah. They are resilience. When you talk of resilience, that's that's where I see the resilience. And you can see since I taught there how many years ago na. And then makikita mo ngayon yung products. Nakita ko na those I to, I taught in the farm schools who are really that resilient, who are really hardworking, they're really doing very well now. And uh, they're even doing better than I am. So, yeah, those those are the things. And they're very simple. They're very simple when I, when I was teaching them. Kala mo, um, kala mo, walang, mahirap, mahirap uh, i-mold. Um, kala mo, walang natututunan sa'yo kasi minsan tahimik lang. But, meron din pala kahit paano. No? So, because you see them, eh. You see them very successful now. Yeah. So, what do you think is your greatest legacy or contribution sa farm school? Aside from the pag-graduate mo yung mga students mo, at saka you knew that you imparted lots to them, what do you think is something that you will leave behind forever? You know, number one, number one, I think I instilled in them the love for reading. Kasi I taught English, and then uh, I was so strict on their grammar and the writing, and um, I always asked them to do book reports. Um, even if it's a simple, whatever book that would interest you in the library, mm. as long as you like, uh, you know, interests you, as long as uh, you can you can identify with it, then I'd make them do book reports. And siguro, I, I, they would see me reading. So, so yun, love for reading. Next is the values. Um, um, oh, of course, I also struggle in that. <laughs> values. Pero siguro, because they see me also struggling, and they see that if you struggle, you, you eventually make it a habit, 
So, so that's it. Uh, I think those things. Okay. So, ibig sabihin, Judith, itong reading na to, nag-evolve na rin siya as a subject matter specialty mo uh, from the farm schools. Yes. So, yes. so, jump na tayo, jump. So, after you mm-hmm. left the farm school, um, was that the time that you got married and focused on your family or did you do something in between? Because you said that in 2016, you began homeschooling your, your son. So, what was the situation or the context why you decided to homeschool your son? Okay. I just resigned from the Federation because uh, I started working with the Federation in 2012 because the Federation formed all the farm schools in the Philippines. But um, of course, funding is always the issue. Mm. So I had to resign because um, uh, and I applied for another job because Javi already graduated from preschool. By the way, we did not homeschool him all throughout. Ah, okay. We, so it was we put him in a regular school in school. Okay. And I, I wanted to work na talaga. Kasi the federation job is like the, it's like uh, more of, um, uh, yeah, really helping pa rin. Although, of course, I wanted to have a salary. So, mm-hmm. but then, um, I had options then of uh, taking a job, but one was in Alabang and the other one uh, will entail you to travel a lot. And for and for a mother and for a wife and a mother, it's not so good because you if you will be away from your family. That's right. More of your time is on the road. <laughs> anyway, I did not take the job. And yes, yes. So. And that's the reason why I took baking. I I uh, I started um, a parang baking um, uh, pastry business. And then so because it, I've always believed in homeschooling, but I never thought of of bringing my uh, homeschooling my son before. That's why preschool he was in traditional school. But the circumstances that we were in cemented my belief in in homeschooling. So, di ako makahanap ng trabaho na nakainan that I would be uh, that would suit my life my my life situation. Uh, and and then of course we wanted to put him in a in a school na na um, na we we really like. But you, you know the the tuition. Considering the tuition and I don't have a job, how can we pay? So, there is the issue of finances. But um, more than that, um, it's since I'm an educator, I know that um, a child learns best when he, when he or she explores and discovers. And it's in homeschooling that I I saw that mm. uh, you cannot just get that from a, a regular school because a teacher will consider teaching like this number of students um, although they are they may have the best laboratories the best facilities uh, the field trips only happen once a year but in homeschooling you do a lot of that yeah. um, so the child is not not just having fun but he is learning firsthand from the environment which is what I liked about the farm school huh? the, 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 the students are learning firsthand. From yeah. uh, from their from, from their environment. 
Okay. So, very nice yung nasabi mo um, na reason that the decisions that you made at that time um, needed to suit your personal circumstance, uh, having a small child, a young child, tapos yung sinasabi mo na finances. So, punta muna tayo dun sa homeschooling per se. How is homeschooling, aside from obviously it's done at home, different mm-hmm. from um, schooling in the normal, regular sense? Um, aside from you are expected to be the principal teacher or the person educating your child in, in, in terms of yung mga subjects or in terms of yung mga pinag-aaralan nila, um, do you follow a certain um, structure like in the regular school or you have a completely different curriculum, so to speak, in homeschooling? Um, of course, we follow the DepEd uh, subjects. Whatever is the DepEd in a certain country, we need to follow that. Um, especially since um, we're, uh, well, first I have a homeschool provider. And this homeschool provider um, partnered with a regular school for the DepEd requirements. Be- because Javi also receives a report card and an SO from DepEd. Um, so, subject-wise, we follow the DepEd. Now, the approach is different. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, Charlotte Mason, um, it's it's mostly narration. So, what I liked about Charlotte Mason is that I read aloud to Javi uh-huh. every time, which is a perfect bonding, a productive bonding between uh, parent and child uh-huh. that read aloud. Okay. So, I, I read to him as a book uh, even science, um, social studies, uh, science, history, pakwento. That's that's the beauty. So I read it to him. He narrates back oral, and then right now because he's grade six, he also does written narration. Uh, so yon. That's the approach. And then when it comes to science, there is the component of the nature study where we do nature walk. Ganyan. And then of course you have a you have a you have a, your own attack din eh. for, for example geography and yun ang maganda sa homeschooling since natitipid mo yung yung tuition instead of paying like kasi the school that we want it, it would cost like 100 to 160,000 a year so since natitipid ko yung tuition we can use that for travel um like like for example when we had the the Philippine history na Spanish influence also we went to vegan so have you can see it things mm-hmm. like that so so yeah so, experience oh. yeah. so, so that's, that's that's why we're having fun yeah so mm-hmm. I think that's the greatest advantage bonding moment kana you are able to like you said attack the lessons in your creative way as long as the content is based on the depth ed content Pero ano ba nakikita mo yes. na challenges doon? Ako, based on your story, ah, I can see that one thing that's missing from the homeschooling context is yung ability to interact with other kids. So I want to ask you, how are you how are you responding to that um, dimension yeah. or component of learning? Mm-hmm. Um... When it comes to socialization, um, that's that's the reason why I also got a homeschool provider. I'm not and I'm not doing this 
all by myself. The there are instances that well, right now it's weekly. Na they have this online group. They have a book club within the within the homeschooling, and then uh, where where he gets to interact with fellow homeschoolers. Okay. Before the pandemic, before the pandemic, they have the choir. Uh, they have the yung yung uh, portfolio nila na display nila, and so they get to interact with each other. Okay, yeah. so, so hindi that, naman 24-7 sa'yo lang siya, si Javi. Meron din siya component where he... Yeah, oo. Okay. Yeah, he has boys club, he has capitalism club. Yeah, like okay. That. So, as a person naman, as a mom, so ang nakikita ko pang isang challenge homeschooling is how do you divide your time uh, for schooling, lessons, and your other things that you need to do like do you have a time for yourself or are you always thinking about um, learning and lessons for your son paano naman si Jerome <laughs> paano mo pa rin intindi yon because you're at home so there's competing priority <laughs> of course uh-uh. yeah of course the priority is always the youngest son which is the husband <laughs> of course um uh, which is which is good because I'm in, I'm 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 home. I'm not away. So, and then when it comes to homeschooling, because um, only when Javi was younger that we tend to be to 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 give him more time. Now because he's maturing, he's becoming more independent. Um, we give him the lessons. Of course, we explain we. We discuss it. We he narrates it. I make sure that he understands. And then after that, he's all by himself. Okay. And then I get to check his work at night. So, medyo kailangan lang talaga ng dedication. Pag pagod ka na, of course you you have to um dedicate some some more time to ensure that your child is really learning. Okay. So, walang hindi yan heavy. Homeschooling is not heavy on tests and quizzes. And assessments, but it's more around understanding of the concept. I also there he also has quizzes, lalo na yung math. When when it comes to math, I have a tutor for him. Hindi ko kaya yung math, so so it's the tutor. I coordinate with the tutor. Uh, I I ask the tutor to give him quizzes and also homework and tests. Because okay. yun talaga yung 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 um objective test. Um. When it comes to facts, uh, ano, mga facts na mga ganyan, like the mga araling palikunan, we do a timeline. And then later on, before we finish his grade 6, we will do like a book of centuries. So project-based. Okay. Mostly project-based assessment. Okay. Yes. So thank you for that, Judith. Ngayon, punta naman tayo dun sa dyslexia. Because mm-hmm. some, some parents may not be aware na baka may dyslexia na pala yung mga anak nila, which is uh, a challenge for a child who is in a classroom setting. So, can you elaborate your your um, experience with dyslexia? Kailan mo nalaman yeah. na sabi pala ay merong reading difficulty and how did you accept it? Na Was it re- immediately something that you said, okay, let's do this. Um, let, let's let's attack this um, to help you succeed in your class. Or did you 
uh, become at one stage kasi maraming parents nagtatanong lagi bakit kami bakit ganoon so o ano yung mga nararamdaman mo nung panahon na yon how 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 was that experience Actually, preschool pa lang siya. I already had a hunch. Um, nursery, okay pa. Uh, kinder, kinder one and two, when the teachers are always telling me that uh, they they noticed that Javi is having difficulty reading, that's when I had a hunch already. Um, and I prepared myself. As an educator, you... you I, we, you also have a background of those learning challenges, and and um, I I know that my son may not be spared from that. So, parang parang when I was having a hunch, medyo okay lang. Pero syempre, medyo ano ka ano ka rin, bakit, bakit naman dun? But anyway, um, but I I dismissed it first, kasi I wanted Javi to reach the age of seven, kasi I, well, I would hear from other parents na maski daw yung anak nila were like that in preschool. But when they were in in grade 1, grade 2, they really improved a lot. They bloomed. And then Javi was, when Javi was in grade 1 and it's still not improving, that's when I had him, had him assessed. So, and it confirmed my 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 uh, guess that it's really dyslexia. Uh-huh. Yeah, ano ba talaga ang major How does a teacher know or how do you know that your son has dyslexia? Um, is it because may mga words na hindi niya nare-recognize or nababasa? Or may mga patterns na hindi niya nakukuha pero may mga patterns na nakukuha niya? How, how does that manifest when you interact with your child? Yeah. yeah. What you said is correct. Um, yeah, there's really uh, difficulty in reading. They could not um, go with the pattern. Uh, they could not distinguish the different patterns in reading. Yung CBC nga lang eh, dahil kinder. Pero hirap pa, pa rin siya. Uh, yung mga, di ba, cat, hat, mga ganyan. I would drill him before. Uh, pag pag dinadrill mo siya, okay na. Maya-maya, pag wala na, tapos pinabasa mo na ng book. Um, limut na niya. Um, although there were books that he would that he would uh, parang say from memory. Yung mga brown bear, brown bear, mga Pinocchio. Huh? You know how to read na? Mm-hmm. And then I realized he just memorized it because I always read those those uh, those things to him before bedtime. So. So yon. Um that's why in in mga dyslexia in knowing what is dyslexia you even give the child yung mga nonsense words. So kunwari binigyan mo ng pattern pagdating ng nonsense words hindi pa rin niya nabasa. That means he really cannot read very well. Mm-hmm. Second thing is spelling. Okay. Mas matindi yung spelling na problem kay Harry. So now he can read already. He can read already very well because of the intervention. But what we're work- working on pa rin is the spelling. Mm. So those two things. Okay, so to to provide that intervention, so to provide that support um, to enable your son to obviously improve his reading difficulty, you had done some training. So mm-hmm. itong training na ginawa mo, Judith, it was this just your own personal 
desire to undergo this training or was this recommended to you para ma-support po talaga si Javi or was this uh, a DepEd um you know something that DepEd said oh in order for your child to succeed you must as a parent <laughs> enroll yourself no. in this training program so uh, explain mo naman sa amin kung paano nang nang na, paano ka nagkaroon ng training to help him You know what? The DevPed recommended a school to me. But my gosh! Mahal pa sa Ateneo, mahal pa sa... In, ay, hindi, siguro na, mas mura naman sa international school. But, my God! And then, I heard, also heard some parents telling me that it's not that effective. Uh, because the the effective approach is really one-on-one. That is, it's a school kasi, it, it, the teacher... Although he's doing, she's doing reading intervention. It's still a group. It's really more effective to do the one-on-one. Na then, um, sabi ko. And then, if you are considering the cost, again, cost na naman, ha? It, mahal, mahal. So sabi ko, since I am homeschooling, I'd rather take this. And then there are. The, the one in San Diego is online, actually. It's online, but I took it for a year because it's self-paced. Um, which is good din naman because we, we have interactions then. From time to time, we have these Zoom, Zoom meetings. And then when I took all the courses na, I had coaching from, ano, which, yun. So, yeah, so, so like, uh, um, um, answering your question, it was my own decision. Okay. So, with your training now, with your specialist training, would you say you can offer that to other kids with dyslexia as well? Hindi lang for having purposes? Yes. That's what I'm doing now. So, um, parang a year, uh, like six months after I I had my certificate and also uh, when I was more confident because I can see, I, I was able to see the effect in Javi. So, I look for a job of a uh, reading intervention specialist. Wow. So, okay. so, so at least I can I can earn on the side. Yeah. Judith, meron ka nabanggit dito. Sabi mo si Javi, meron din siyang ADHD at saka dysgraphia. Ano naman yung dys- yes. dysgraphia? Dysgraphia is more on the writing. Okay. Um, in terms of what? So, What's the challenge in the writing? Naku, Medyo disorganized yung writing. Is it the penmanship? Uh, Is the penmanship the issue? Both. Pe, uh, parang three things. Penmanship, spelling pa rin, and the, the, the written expression. He couldn't... It's so hard for him to... Well, he can write sentences, but until now, andun pa rin yung namimiss niya yung capitalization, punctuation, because of the dysgraphia. Okay. And, It's so hard for him to come up with a paragraph. Mm-hmm. Of course, because a paragraph is a string of ideas, no? Yes. We na topic sentence na muna, then the details. So, ibig sabihin yung processing ng mga ideas na yan, yes. how to interlink. I see. Mm-hmm. So, medyo may kinalaman para, pala yun. So, how how is that related to your uh, specialty now? Na, na-address din pa ng training mo itong dysgraphia? Na, does it help It's- with your training? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The training in dyslexia can also um, address dysgraphia, especially on the spelling and consonants construction. And then, with regards to penmanship, um, 
I attended a conference where there was a speaker uh, who who gave us strategies on helping the children with dyslexia. So mostly, ano lang, uh, yung the comfort in when he's writing, he needs a special table. So yung table niya yung pwedeng matilt, mag, mag, maiganon. Tapos he's really comfortable when it comes to writing. So yun. So it's it's being addressed. Now the A- the ADHD naman. So hindi na ako nagtanong. Nagtanong ako ng tanong. Continue. Sige. How does that affect? So ang question ko diyan, did it affect the or I don't know which is the way other way around. Did the reading mm-hmm. and the writing challenges affect his being ADHD or was it the other way around? Did you notice that he was having uh signs of ADHD therefore it affected his reading and his writing uh, kasi ngayon ko lang na, na ano tong ganitong situation eh na parang multimodal yung um, mga challenges yeah. na but still homeschooling seemed to be the best perfect way yeah. to allow him to study so explain na explain mo sa amin yan yung ADHD niya yeah um, most dyslexic children have ADHD That's what they call in uh, in medicine and special education comorbidity. Na that um, that AD, I think ADHD is the more parang umbrella which we only discovered last year because when when you the first thing that would come to anyone's mind is that if the child has ADHD he is hyper hyperactive. Javi mm. is not that hyperactive. But it was discovered that it was more of his um, uh, attention. Ah, yeah. Uh, yun, yung, yung, attention. Yeah. That's the reason why, for example, he can he can understand for the the text. But then, maya maya, kaya pala hindi na niya alam kasi nawala na yung focus niya. And that's what we are also addressing now. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to executive function. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Judith, oh. napapansin mo pa sa son mo because of the intervention, because of the homeschooling as the preferred or the most suitable method for his learning. He has gone from leaps and bounds na talaga. There's a huge improvement that you see in him as he grows older as a as a boy and as he um you know moves from one grade to another. Makikita mo ba masasabi mo ba na your experience is a success story in and of itself uh, although okay. we're not discounting na meron talagang challenges ano pero in the general sense what is your experience like is it a success yeah yeah you know when it comes to dyslexia it was addressed already uh, he can read well already when it comes to ADHD we only discovered it late last year uh, when we had when we had him assessed yung psych- psychological educational um, assessment and of course the DevPed um, and kakatapos ko nga lang mag-executive function na training so and I'm still reading I'm still it's it's not that easy na after the training alam mo na and kahit pumasa ka na sa evaluation okay na no it's not yet um, I'm still reading I still have to read and I'm still um, listening to some webinars I'm attending parent conferences Um, not yet. Not we're still in the process. But but the good thing is um, 
Hubby feels safe. Hubby is comfortable. Um, unlike, siguro, if we put him in a school where he would notice that he's not thriving because he has learning challenges, baka, ano, baka naging naging de- na- na-depress na siya. Mm. Because, di ba, if, if he would notice that his classmates are are advancing and he's not because we still have to address his challenges at least mm. at yeah at least um uh yeah at least may, pati yung writing niya eh, since uh, that's that's why I, I i also chose that charlotte mason approach because he is able to narrate although he's having difficulty in constructing paragraphs he is able to narrate mm-hmm. um that's the beginning of good writing and mm-hmm. from there we know that and confident that we will progress. Mm-hmm. So, ibig sabihin, Judith, marami na rin talagang mga naging milestones kay, kay Javi, you know? but like you said, hindi naman overnight na nasosolve yun. So, yeah. ang, ang parang nakikita kong key takeaway dyan is how lucky he is to have a mom and of course, with the support of the dad, how lucky is your son to have parents na talaga super dedicated and it helps na coming from an educate, education background pa and the reading specialist tapos na tinuloy-tuloy mo na um, to support him your training. Um, nandun yung success niya talaga because uh, you're tuto ka na talaga. Pero paano naman yung mga parents na hindi naman pareho ka ng background na tulad mo? What's your, what is your advice to them kung ngayon lang din nila napapansin? na may reading challenges yung anak nila, na may writing challenges yung anak nila, na may mga attention uh, and focus issues yung mga anak nila. What, what, what can you impart to them based on your experience? Yeah. yeah. My, my advice is do not delay because uh, the earlier you address these problems, the better. Um, I have students right now who are only receiving reading intervention at the age of 12, um, 14, and it's harder. Um, whereas, if the child starts at a young age, they they bloom. They're, they're, they become very good readers and, and also very good in language skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, those, men don't delay those, talaga. <laughs> yeah, yeah those, those children who started like at the age of 6 or 7, Pinagraduate ko na yung iba eh, kasi ang galing na eh. Mm, kaya na nila. Kaya yeah. na nila. So, can you, so, sabi mo, your son is happy, your son is comfortable. Is he aware that he he has this dyslexia, for example, and uh, he's aware that and he also has dysgraphia? And is he still a confident um, child, meaning he can articulate to others na, these are just learning challenges, but it doesn't define who I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm my own unique self, and I have, um, you know, contributions in in the world. Uh, ganon din ba ang ang pag ano mo sa kanya, pag um, encourage mo sa kanya, para mas yeah, empower mo siya, para empower. Yeah, I showed him uh, profiles of of great men and women who were dyslexic. Ang dami. Uh, and that even includes uh, a Pulitzer, a Pulitzer <laughs> Prize-winning author. Uh, imagine from a dyslexic to a award-winning book writer. 
So, I told him, you know, um, yeah, don't believe in yourself. And, um, and even if you're not doing well, com- in, in, for example, in, in writing right now, but uh, he, ano eh, he, he also, he also motivates himself. That's good. Yeah, and self motivated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? W- what you have, your creativity, your creativity is something also that other others don't have. That's He's right. He's so creative in, yeah, in building in, yeah, in in so other, so many other things. That's right. So kumbaga celebrate your your son's gifts and skills yes. and talents na, na meron siya. Kasi each child talaga is different. You know, Judith, alam mo, gustong-gusto ko bang makipagpwentuhan, but I think uh, our program is soon to come to a close. Pero, what I learned from you today is everything that is about my show. It's about your passion, it's about your commitment to your family, to your son, to your profession, um, and the talents that you have that you share to others. And you are, again, a living example that that parents should embrace these challenges. Uh, I mean, hindi komo merong learning disability or learning challenge yung anak nila. Ipapasa na lang nila sa iba or ignore yes. nila or i-delay nila. Pero you and your husband tackled it head on. You did your best to support your child as early as possible. So right now, you are reaping the benefits ng mga nagawa ninyo. So, this story again is such an inspirational story and hopefully it resonates with parents who may not still you know, accept or are still mm-hmm. not aware that they have uh, you know things that they need to not dapat nilang matutupan so is there yeah, what, is there anything else that you would like to add Judith before we close the show yes yes um yeah like uh, parang uh, adding to what you're saying for the parents, um, you know, if your child has learning disability, learning uh, things like that, or or any other um, disabilities, okay, what whatever is it is special for, for for if your child is like special or you know, don't don't be ashamed, mm. don't yeah, don't don't hide it, accept it right away because the more you you uh, de- deny the more you're depriving your children the intervention the remediation that they need okay and and do not be ashamed um you you i, I for me you call a spade a spade okay mm. Javi knows that he has dyslexia Javi knows that he has adhd and i also know and the children i deal with can say that oh i have adhd okay and they're not ashamed. So, I, I have ADHD, but I'm still doing something about it. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yun nga yung celebrating, celebrating and acknowledging it helps them also cope with yung the different things that they need to do to accomplish things then in their own way. Because if they're not aware of what, what it is that they have, they will wonder, why, why, why am I different? Why, why am I not like other kids for example but but then once they know then they will also realize that okay i only have a different way of doing things but i'm still like them yeah. i'm still like other ki- other kids mm-hmm. I, I i get happy i get sad i get angry I, you know 
yung mga ganong mga uh, acknowledgement that they're as humans as everyone else. So uh, really, Judith, I am so happy that you are very generous about your sharing today, about your experience, about your expertise. But just in case may mga parents na gustong kumontakt sa yon for reading support, how do they um, contact you? Do you have a website? Do you have uh, uh, an email, or how, how do they approach you? Um, yeah, I. Paano ba? I, I belong. I I'm working with Crane. Um, that's that's the. It, they can contact Crane, the Center for uh, Reading as, Assessment and Intervention. Okay, since we're on, we conduct online classes. So even uh, parents from anywhere in the world can contact us. Yeah, that's. So I I can give the ano the contact details. Okay, so give mo lang sa akin and then we'll share it through our show. And obviously, um, thank you again dahil na bigyan mo kami ng insight as to how homeschooling works. And um, sabi mo nga hindi naman totally online yan na 24/7 na lang silang nasa harap ng screen. There are activities that you do with your son uh, in your own time. Meron siyang independent time and meron siyang interaction with others time. So I think this is really really flexible and homeschooling is something that other parents also want to consider then maybe they need to do more research about that before they they decide if that's the right way uh a right approach for them. So thank you Judith for your Yeah, time. as long as long yeah, as long as it's the most suitable for for their that's children. Right, that's right. Mahirap din. Ah dahil sa parang uso lang siya makiki-homeschooling na siya. But it has to be it has to suit the family as well, you know. It has to suit the, the circumstance. Yes, yes. Okay. So um thank you again Judith. We have to uh, finish now. So to um end this show Thank you everyone for listening to this um, special edition because it's about homeschooling and it's about, uh, you know, really looking after your children and in terms of addressing their needs. If you have any stories or any other topics that you wish to teach in the show, please reach out to me via the Samutsari Podcast Gmail account. Samutsari Po is a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate both in the Philippines and in Australia. You can also reach out to the um, web website of Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate or to me either on YouTube or on Facebook. I also have a Twitter account. You can reach out to me there as well. So thank you, Judith. Uh, yeah, thank you. Another edition of Samutsari. Until next time, have a great day to you, yes. uh, Jerome, Javi, and everyone else. Bye. Sure. Bye. Thank you. If you find value in this episode, make sure you like and subscribe to be notified of new releases. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to Gorilla Podcast or send us an email at mimi at dinosocial.com. Spread the word and don't forget to tune in next time. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com.